0: hello assalamu alaikum everybody hope you're all safe sound and healthy and the weather here is pretty cool because as you know it's monsoon season so it's almost always raining if it's not raining and if a god suddenly decides to shine his mercy upon you then you get weather like today where it's cloudy because it's probably raining somewhere else but there is this cool breeze so it is nice lovely weather despite the fact that it is 33 degrees centigrade but it's pretty cool thanks to the breeze the ongoing breeze plus rains are expected uh, tonight probably will last through the night uh, going to be storms and then it's going to rain tomorrow as well so there you have it probably the day after tomorrow as well um as we know due to the uh, climate change um almost Uh, all countries are right now uh, facing heavy rains. I think even those countries that uh, never really had much rain during these months of the year are are actually having lots and lots of rain, uh, a lot of heavy rains. And Karachi is a good example. In Pakistan, Karachi is a city that does not have this kind of uh, downpour. This is usually uh, Punjab and the northern areas of Pakistan that get it. But this time, Karachi has been flooded Um. Because of all the rains the incoming rains and everything so um, in England also despite the fact that England obviously it always all rained in England but never the way it's doing nowadays it's as if monsoon has traveled all the way to Europe so we've got that going on in America too I've heard that there's been a lot of rain a lot of downpour so yeah many countries many states many regions that did not have the kind of rains that they're facing nowadays um, they're you know um, so the weather is a bit unpredictable but yeah so enough of the small talk and on to the main theme of this episode actually um it's been pretty um dull in a way that because um one of the fears that we've always had um the those of us who have been avid Um, watchers of uh, k-dramas and you know Japanese dramas and all but especially k-dramas is that we feared that there would be a lull at least I feared that since I'm getting to enjoy more and more good content from them that they might suddenly produce a lull because that's what usually happens in all media It happened with the american media it happened with the british media it happened with the pakistani media and then you know so now it seems to be happening with the korean media especially since the as they say as some of the more um older more avid uh watchers of korean uh media uh products or contents like dramas and movies as they have been saying for quite some time the american money will ruin it and i guess that is uh, somehow true the american money has kind of ruined it now we the, the amount of rich content that we used to get before um you don't see so much of it now so it's like literally a lull throughout the year you're like you get only two to three dramas that you really feel like watching and then the rest of it is like blah and then you have like three four months of complete um you know lull really yeah. and then again on to one or two good dramas that you're you know waiting for um for example seriously when is dr prisoner season two going to start i mean it hasn't started like you know uh, it's like almost all the whole year has gone by um but speaking of uh good sudden sprinkles of good dramas dp has started um and all eight episodes are out so dp season two and i think um nothing marks um i think you could say the the good timing of the release of this drama um because the it's 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 you know nowadays uh, I think it, it kind of the all the countries all over the world especially some of the major countries all over the world that are right now suffering at the hands of the of the army institutions because of the fact that the army that we have spoiled our governments have spoiled the army institutions or the army institutions are themselves spoiled there's a lot of corruption there's a lot of money involved you would wonder how people who are being paid out of your taxes suddenly can afford land and cars and um you know uh, numerous homes all over the world and why is it that they are so filthy rich so it doesn't matter if it's south korea or north korea it doesn't matter if it's india or pakistan it doesn't matter if it's america or europe but it is a fact that the army personnel Um, It's true that, yes, our government tends to give them land and it tends to give them some assets when they are retired or whatever, or when they reach a certain scale. But still, the assets that they have accumulated, um, most of them are unaccounted for. And one would wonder why. And the fact that right now, because we have the American uh, interference in going uh, in our country, as the American is busy interfering in every other country that it possibly can, um, the current interference of the American establishment in Pakistan uh, with the fact that they have got the illegal government, we've got an illegal government in Pakistan that is not elected, that is not allowing the elections to take place, and that is actually trying to uh subdue not just the public but uh trying to eliminate the real political parties in pakistan which is like uh like the largest political party in pakistan being pti which is imran khan's party and then they are bribing very openly bribing the army personnel to do their bidding um, as if the army hasn't already been bribed enough directly by the american establishment and then uh, the amount of corruption cases that have always been erupted and then being quietly put to bed. Um, it's, you know, you can see that. Although in DP, it's mostly about the bullying cases in Korean army, but uh, somehow I guess uh, any anybody who is already suffering at the hands of vast amounts of corruption of their army institution can still relate to it. It doesn't matter if it's bullying and it doesn't matter if it's corruption. It doesn't matter if it's um, anything else. The fact that the army institutions all over the world are so spoiled they are so spoiled that they consider themselves above the law and they, they think that as an institution they come after god or they really are god themselves and that nobody can say or do anything to them they need uh, you know they need to be you know taught uh, re-taught, re-educated of the fact that uh, they are nothing but our servants. They are servants of the state. They are servants of the public of the state because it is the public of the state that is paying them. And uh, the fact that they think that they are actually owners of the state is something that, you know, it's like, you know, you get a bodyguard, you get a security firm, and their job is to secure your house and to uh, secure uh, your assets for you. And then suddenly they decide that, uh, no, the house belongs to them, your assets belongs to them and that they own you. It's, it's basically like that. So I think that, uh, as I've said for a long time now, the, uh, a lot of our institutions in the world now need to be rendered obsolete um, and they need to be uh, completely eliminated, dismantled, and then you know rebuilt from the start in a completely different capacity. And the army is one such institution in every country of the world where it needs to be uh, reassessed, reassembled, uh, demolished first, and then you know rebuilt uh, with limited capabilities more limited than uh, they already have because the army as an institution tends to always exceed its limitations whatever limitations you will put upon it it will try to exceed it every time either through the back door or through the front door mostly through the back door so both the establishment and the army they need to be reminded of their true true meaning of their existence in any country but in every single country we have seen that the establishment and the army have always acted as if they owned that country as if they literally um as if that country the country and the and the public the citizens are all under the, underneath them um so they need to be disrobed of this illusion of theirs this misunderstanding of theirs um you know uh, the, uh, the the fact that in fact um Our army right now is covering up not just a lot of things that the government is doing because they're being paid heavily by American establishment, but the army is also trying to um, quietly cover up uh, the mutiny that has risen within the army because you need to understand um, the army as an institution is what we're blaming, but if you look past the institution, you're looking at people. So there are numerous people that make up this institution. So the uh, four chiefs, and the chief of army staff um they are basically um pinpointed um and they are personally planted by the american imported government as we know and they've uh, they their job is to make sure that pakistan very neatly comes under the the american uh government and the uh, united states of america basically um so Obviously, not everybody in the army would like that or allow that. So there have been many uh, colonels, lieutenant colonels. There have been many, um, you know, um, majors, many commanders, many sergeants who uh, were up in arms against um, this um, act of treason by their superior officers and by the generals, and by, you know, by the, by his, uh, his minions, and so there was basically a mutiny that had started a rebellion within the army, and uh, that is why, actually, the army, as I've mentioned this before, I, I think, um, that is why the army started, um, you know, court-martialing, it's these uh, colonels, and these lieutenant colonels, and these sergeants, and majors, and commanders, which you heard that about 15 to 20 of them were just court-martialed just like that um, so that is why they were court-martialed and they were you know uh, declared traitors or they were declared to be conspirac- uh, part of conspirac- uh, conspiracy or whatnot and they were you know basically um, some have been killed in the process. So the reason why they're eliminating these people within the army is because the army, as, uh, as I've said before, the army and the establishment are actually divided. There are two factions. So the fight between the two factions erupted and they, they are basically uh, killing off uh, the people from the factions that are patriotic. So basically, we've got traitors, and we've got the traitors killing the patriots right in front of our own eyes. And we are all st- still sitting and thinking that, oh, Imran Khan should perform a miracle. Oh, God should perform a miracle. Well, you know, neither God nor Imran Khan are going to perform any miracles. Pakistan uh, needs to understand that if the people do not come out in the streets, if the people do not themselves... Um, put a stop to this. If the people themselves do not paralyze the state, paralyze the government, dismantle the government, dismantle the institutions, um, then Pakistan is forever doomed. They need to understand that. And the fact that people are still so lazy or so you know, so uh, complacent uh, and that all they're doing is sitting online and grumbling and complaining instead of actually flooding the streets and physically stopping the government, if they don't do that now um i'm sorry but then pakistan will be forced into a bloody revolution that is the thing that people have been trying their best to curb and obviously it is to america's detriment if there is a bloody revolution in pakistan because then that means that america's doom um that it has been courting uh uh, you know that doom is actually going to be fast forwarded um so you know america's uh America and Britain both of them are going to suffer suffer heavily if there is a bloody revolution in Pakistan which is why they're constantly trying to just you know um use these different methods to control the public or and to you know control the army and to control the government of Pakistan but now they already and that is why they're giving these statements uh, in the media you know this these statements that they're giving uh, about you know democracy in Pakistan and about and um, uh, so-called seemingly allegedly in favor of Imran Khan is because they have realized that things have gone too far and they have realized that anytime now the people of Pakistan can just erupt because uh, that is what happens when you have a, a, a nation of people who are so lazy so complacent um, and they just you know move on and on and on but then uh, when you take everything away from them and then the person they're looking up to is not allowed to come forward to help them, then the, that kind of public it becomes the most dangerous public um, and it becomes, a, a, you know, it turns what could have been a civilized revolution or a quiet revolution, which is what Imran Khan managed and before him, Qaidi Azzam managed. Um, so now this would turn into a French revolution, which is basically inherently a bloody revolution but i personally think that you know uh, something has to erupt something has to go um and if these if if america and britain do not step back now and if our army and establishment who are already suffering the consequences of their uh decision of their greed if they do not back out now and foolishly push on ahead then they will be uh, literally signing the, their own death certificate so yeah um i think what what uh better timing than now for dp to release its season two where you see how the army institutions all over the world behave how they think of themselves as above the law how they always encroach upon territory that's not theirs how they always blur the lines and how they always like to cross boundaries and how we need to work on putting them in those boundaries and limiting them and restricting them and, take, and how we, it's important for us to take away whatever authority that they seem to accumulate every single time. Because every time we give them even a little bit of authority, um, they, in their greed, they decide to grab hold of more that is unwarranted um so i think this is something that not just us but every single country all over the world needs to think about we need to stop glorifying our armies we need to stop um giving them too much authority and we need to stop um making it uh, an important institution their job is to guard the country's borders And their job is to make sure that the country is secure. And if they fail at their job, and which is what the Pakistani army has literally done, it has failed in its job to protect this country. In fact, if anything else, it has turned its back on the country. So basically the army has committed treason against the country. So the army needs to be eliminated. The whole institution needs to be eliminated as a punishment and there's no other way about it. So anybody who tries to salvage something out of the ruins of this institution will be doing a huge mistake. In fact, as I said before, one of the biggest mistakes that Imran Khan did was trying to salvage whatever he could upon the rotting foundations of this country, which is why he failed colossally. And which is why, you know, America always has a back door through which it can come through so we need to completely uh, eliminate everything we need to even destroy the foundations and create new ones and that is really as simple as that but it will take time obviously but that is how it is simple things usually do take time especially if you want to make them perfect so this is me signing out for the hafiz